This episode of Let's Meet is brought to you by The Clean. To 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 the clean. Defending against dirt for budgets and spaces big and small. You can reach them at 513-720-3115. Hail the scrub. Hey. Hi. Hello. Hey, yeah. Let's Welcome. meet. Hi. Nice, nice to meet you. Let's meet. Nice to meet you. Hey. Let's meet. Hey, bro. Hi. Hello. On the 33rd episode of Let's Meet Part 3 of 3, how will Digger retire? Digger laments recruiting certified financial planners, Tim likes indie rock and Michael likes country, Tim renovates a panic room and ruins his house, and Michael has another Tim. Yeah, when do you plan on retiring? <laughs> yeah, so I have, you know, I think if any, I mean, you're a business owner. Tim, I don't even know what you do yet. We'll get to <laughs> it's that. Fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's a mystery. But I think you, you need to have, uh, whether you're a business owner or not, you need to have goals, established goals in terms of short-term and long-term. So one of my long-term goals, right now it's Joe and myself in our practice, which would be you know, Hoff, Bouchnock, and Associates. Mm-hmm. And we have two assistants, Amy and Mary Beth. And we're trying to hire another advisor to come in. But by the time I'm 45, I'd like to have maybe four advisors on our team because mm-hmm. Joe, I mean, if he's still hanging on, great. I told him he could, if I can wheel him in, he's working. That's for sure. Kid. So he's a, he's, he's going to be in his 80s. A lot of knowledge. Yeah. yeah he's, he's very good at what he does, but to really grow a team, because I came into this business and it was an eat what you kill model. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't want to do that to younger advisors. I want them to come in and have a way to grow their business without having to worry like if they're eating the next day or not. Right. You know, a lot of people were forced to like sell things in this business mm-hmm. and they just sell crap to people, which is like the most awful thing you can do. So yeah. do you guys do commission based sales? We're fee like based. Uh, 80% of our stuff's fee based, but like, let's say if you get life insurance through us or something, that is a commission that like the insurance company will pay us. But the cool thing with who we're, we're through Lincoln financial, it's all open architecture. So we have, 30 different companies we can use. That's nice. Yeah, so you can use whatever, again, is best for the client. And it seems to work out if you do what's best for the client, they keep referring you. So it does, works out pretty good. Yeah, nice. It sounds like you have a good plan. That's the plan. <laughs> so but then you start laughing. You know, are you, you tell God your plan, right? So. Are you planning on retiring at in your 80s? Or Did you have earlier? an age that you are going to... Like, you have like what, what's your, in your mind? To yeah, yeah, your official retirement, and then when you actually will hang up the the gloves. Yeah, so I would think my stretch goal, I guess, is what they call that. At forty five, I'd like to be working, like have a really solid team, and be concentrating on like our top, you know, fifteen to twenty percent of our clients. Yeah, uh, and just kind of be niche with that. But I have a, I mean, my dad owned owned businesses throughout his life. Uh, my sister's a realtor. My older brother owned business. So we have that like entrepreneur, and I really love the business model behind it. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't mind, basically, at some point, kind of being more the business owner and having you know control over yeah. the operation. But I also want to offer advisors that come work with us an opportunity to buy in. Right. I think as soon as you become an owner, important. it's like, oh crap, this is way more important. Yeah. For sure. Check. Do you <laughs> do you then do you want to take that that boutique feel and make it just a little bit bigger? I think you can. I think you can just service more with more advisors, obviously. Mm-hmm. But still, that that's why we're trying to hire because we don't. We're going through some growing pains now, and we don't want our service to drop off. That'd yeah. be like the worst thing. Mm-hmm. And all your clientele kind of like runs in circles. So if you you know one of sure. them drops off, you're gonna catch hell from ten of them. Yeah, um, it's a real Gilligan's Island situation. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> so we're trying to like really keep our service top notch, but try to grow here as smart as we can. Yeah. How do you grow 
and, and keep that small boutique feel, though. I mean, that's probably one of the hardest things to do. That's the tough part because if, if we get an advisor in tomorrow, it's going to take six months to a year before the clients even really know who they are. Yeah. And we're sure as hell not going to let them run a meeting yet right. until maybe another year or two. So that's why we need to get somebody in here. But we're trying to grow smarter, too. I mean, we were adding 25 to 30 households a year. Now we're trying to add 10. Yeah. You know, so if you can do that, it compresses the the amount of work and you can concentrate on your clients. It's great, though, that you have a business partner who is willing to, because he's been in the game for 30 years, Mm -hmm. he's willing to see that growth is going to be essential even when he decides in his early 90s that he's going to hang out at home. (laughs) He can see that future and and understand that you're going to have to expand a little bit, not just for the namesake, but for you guys as well. And his partner before didn't stop working until 88. So that's his goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He wants to do 89. That's right. Yeah. But no, I think, you know, bust your ass so long doing this. And now for him, it's like, well, I worked so hard and he, you know, reaping the rewards of that. It's like, why do I want to get out now? Yeah. But still, I mean, he's got the alphabet behind his name too. I mean, he's a super smart guy. But what's been great about our partnership is how I'm, you know, what, 32 years younger than him. Or 30, what is he, 66, 34 years younger than him. When I, like, recommend something about, like, hey, I think we should, like, change this or update it, he's like, okay. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, those old guys, you know, get stubborn. I'm like, no, we're not. Yeah. It's always been done this way. Right. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, change is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, do, you see, do you see any clients who are resistant to that who may have, before they built a rapport with you, where they kind of like, who's this Superman-looking mother scratcher trying to tell me what to do with the money I've had longer than he's been alive? Yeah, and we, I mean, that's, again, it kind of goes back to, to Tim's point. It's like, if when you bring on somebody new, I mean, I kind of just sat there in the meeting for a couple of years just yeah. so they can keep seeing me. But then I start running the meetings, and they say, oh, this guy kind of knows what the hell he's talking about. That's good. And then, uh, hell, we're five years into this now, and I got to think if, if Joe were to leave tomorrow... I you know, hopefully keep 100% of the clients. Yeah. We built up a really good uh, relationship with them. And, and that's the cool thing, too, with our clientele is, I mean, would we love to work with people with, you know, you talk to some firms, like, oh, you know, people with 20 million plus. I'm like, well, we, don't, we don't have that. We, right. Um, one of my, like, favorite clients is somebody who's, like, 55 or 60, and they worked for, like, Duke Energy for, like, 40 years. Mm-hmm. Just, like, blue-collar guy. Mm-hmm. And just saved money and just, you know. Wants to do a review and have a beer. It's like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. But those guys, like, they'll have like two million bucks or a million bucks. Like, yeah, yeah. Right? This is great. Right. So they're just fun to, you know, they, they want to talk investments, but really they just want to bullshit with you. And, and, yeah. And it's, it's just a, makes for a much better relationship. I could see that. Do you ever see that maybe having someone in those meetings for such a long time that are, that when they're quiet, is it hard for them to then take over? That role as the leader. So, like the, when I when I came in, and you're just yeah, sitting like when there. You're kind of like so a what we do is yeah. So you start to kind of carve out carve out a piece of the meeting because again, there's all these different areas of your plan. Yeah. And like so, I'll start taking over like the investments portion of the meeting, and then it folds over into like their risk management or insurance part of the meeting. Mm-hmm. And then how then you do estate planning and all that. But Joe and I, I think it's a pretty sweet value add for our clients. I mean, we're both CFPs. So that's the highest designation you can have in our field. And you get to spend two hours because you guys know it now. I mean, if I say something, one of you might not hear it. The other one picks up on it. Yeah. That's how it is in the meeting. I'm like, Joe, did you hear that? He's like, oh, shit, no. I'm like, oh, it's pretty important. You know, 
vice versa. Right. But no, we get them pretty. We get them involved doing something just so they're not uh, like just the you know just hanging out over there. No, that's yeah, a good. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we're like, this is Mr. Jenkins. Here's your new advisor. I've seen that kind of transition yeah. before, and it never works mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And there's there's no trust built yeah. at all. They've just seen the person. Well, like I've seen you right. know that cat before, but like I'm not going to take right. financial advice from it. <laughs> so and I think that yeah, that's important because the clients I've had since I've started. I mean, that's who I'll work with. You know, I don't yeah. really see. But in terms of, like, growing our business going forward, yeah, we might start to groom that person to come in. We'll probably keep recruiting, like, CFPs just because, again, uh, yeah. that is a pain in the ass to get. So <laughs> let me ask you this, then, because it, it just oh, – when you say recruiting the CFPs, yeah. are you – I can imagine you guys sitting around doing, like, a like – a, a fantasy draft type situation <laughs> because you you do have to have a lot of faith and trust. Like you have to pick someone top notch, right? Yeah, because of like your because you have time a niche. Ever like hiring somebody and stuff. I'm not an HR person, so you know, to me, I, I kind of take it as like a you know, sports day. I'm like, is this person going to fit our team? Are yeah, going to fit our culture. I think if you get the right person that fits your culture, you can kind of teach them and mold them right. to do whatever. But yeah, I mean, we're pretty damn picky. There's not a huge quantity. Because again, everybody in our business is a fifty-five-year-old white guy. I mean, that's yeah. pretty much what it is. They're not, if they're younger, they look like me, and they, you know. So there's not a lot of diversity in our business. So what you're saying not is, a lot of women in our business. If you're a single lady, go hang out at the bar with the CFPs. <laughs> that's right. Actually, the the crazy thing is, I think women will crush it in our business in the next thirty years. Yeah. Think of all the old guys dying. Women yeah. like to work with women. You're saying my wife should try to break this glass ceiling right now. I should Absolutely. take her out of Children's Hospital and yeah, I mean, get her in. Our, our best advisor in our office, there's like 25 advisors, is a woman. And she's, I don't know how old she is, maybe upper six. We don't want to talk about it. Yeah, she, yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not going to try and guess her age. But she's a beast. I mean, she crushes it. Think of when she came in the business in the good old that days. That was probably yeah, brutal, much harder. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we're, we're trying to recruit a female advisor just because we think they would be pretty successful. So that's one of the best things Joe ever taught me. You know, when you come into business as a young guy, you try to like impress people with like your knowledge, oh this, this. Really the main thing is like empathy. Just yeah. making sure like when somebody has a problem you actually like relate to them and, and get on their level. Yeah. Because all the numbers and stuff when things are hitting the fan, which they will, they always do, that they don't care about that. They just want to know are they okay. That's right. what it comes down to. Yeah. So I yeah, to tell somebody that they're not okay. Yeah, it sucks. How, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I there, I mean a couple weeks ago, point. it's like, you know, you ever heard of uh, like the 4% rule? You know what that is? Like, Mm-mm. This kind of like, that's kind of like if you, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk cryptos. Uh, which we haven't recommended buying once. Um, so <laughs> let's say you got a million bucks. Well, the old, you know, the rule of thumb is, well, if you take 4% out of that a year, mm-hmm. you should almost, you should probably assure yourself you never run out of money. Right. All right. Well, we have some clients in retirement. And if they're like 80, they can take out more, obviously, because your life expectancy is lower. But if you're 60 and you're taking out like 8.5%, yeah, that's trouble. That's a big chunk. Yeah. I mean, so we sit there and tell them, like, if you keep doing this, and we're, we're big proponents on having your money work as hard as possible for you, which means you're taking on more risk. Mm-hmm. But over time, you should have better returns. Yeah. But we just sit there and tell them, like, if you keep doing what you're doing, like, you're going to run out of money in like 12 years. Yeah, you'll be seventy-two. So like, that's my plan. Security. And if they say that's my plan, like then we write it down and we're like, this is your right plan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to be. We've explained this. Yeah, I'm not getting into that. Like, nope. <laughs> Hell yeah, I even put it in the email. Like you will run out of money. Yeah, yeah. Because do you ever write people and say? 
Remember Bernie Madoff? Dot dot dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You tell them like, think about what you're doing. That's the like shitty part about our business is like so many of these assholes that I'll say assholes that have been in these like Ponzi schemes. Mm -hmm. They've just put like a dent. You know, it's like a like a used car salesman or something. Yeah, everybody's out to get you. I think a majority of people in our business are very good at what they do and they Mm -hmm. want to help people. When I meet somebody, I already have an advisor. Yeah, I think that's great. If you trust them and you truly believe they're doing what's best for you, then that's fine. I don't even need to, you know, stay with them. That's great. Because there are some people out there still, like, going back to what I said before, just selling shit just to make a commission. It's like, damn it. It just puts a dent on our business. Yeah. And it's hard to recover that trust. Yeah. Especially it's not even your trust that you lost. Right. right. I'm like, well, it's people come yeah. in like, oh, hey, Bernie. I'm like, okay, well, here, let me print your statement out real quick. Right. What rate of return do you want this year? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You've got to get focused. The, the crazy thing is those people that do that and they get away with it are extremely intelligent people because I'm like, how the hell do they even? That's amazing. It should be really <laughs> difficult to yeah. pull that off, shouldn't <laughs> And it? then they just get greedy and they get caught. Yeah. And that's basically you, what it comes down have to. Have you guys seen that? It's a movie that Jack Black is in um, on Netflix called like The Polka King or something Mm-mm. have no. you seen that no okay it's a great movie for a financial person you'll really? absolutely love Polka it King? Polka King Polka right. King it's the Polka King of like the how old is it a year year oh, and a half okay. maybe. yeah like very very new yeah. but <clears throat> he accidentally did a Ponzi scheme like, like he had no idea that he was doing this and it's based on a true story yeah huh. but the and guy Jack Black's the main guy Jack Black's yeah. the main character and it was this Polka band and the polka band was doing really good. Yeah. but And no one really understood why. But yeah, he was doing investments for people. And then he was paying them back. And then with, with you know, all people's, people's money and everything. <laughs> you know, the FBI investigated. But the FBI guy, turns out, he just kind of like liked the guy. And so like nothing happened. It was. Is it just, based on a true story? It's totally oh, based sweet. on a true story. Yeah, I'm checking. <laughs> and so like sure. after watching it, I read about this. Game. Like I read about the person and everything. Yeah. And I was like, how have I never heard of this? <laughs> turns out it's Weird Al. Polka King. <laughs> Polka King, a recommendation from <coughs> Timothy. From Tim. And yeah. I'll probably find out that it's not called the Polka King, and I'll edit it. It's that called out. the Pick of Destiny. Be on Netflix <laughs> looking for Polka, Polka King? King? Damn it. Tim yeah. Yeah. I'm going to look it up now. This yeah. isn't fun. Yeah. I don't know well, I guess I'll watch it. I've already started it. Yeah. Might, as well. yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> Might as well enjoy it. Yeah, it's called the Polka King. I was right. Okay. All right. Good. good. Um, Fact it's checks. Not, like 59 on Rotten Tomato. That's not good. But I oh. still liked it. And you'll like it because of yeah. its tiny. You, you guys ever watch uh, Ozarks? No. Oh, that was That's, great. He's a financial planner. Yeah. And he's, Jason Bateman? Jason Bateman. It's good stuff. Oh, I'm in, I like Jason Bateman. Yeah, I love it's Jason It's really good. And uh, I don't know when the hell the next season's coming out. I don't know. I keep waiting for it. It's they, a show. It's a series. It is. Yeah. They, uh, is it on He's Netflix got like this prime cabin that they have put all this money in and everything. He, he basically is in a bad deal. You, and then works for the Mexican cartel like this is money. vaguely familiar yeah. and yeah, what's yeah, fun yeah. about it is like you don't realize that he's as involved mm-hmm. until like a certain moment then you're like oh wait he's, he's like deep. the whole thing yeah he's, like, oh. <laughs> it's so it's like a, a Breaking Bad it's like Breaking it's, Bad it's, but like so much better because you're chasing Bateman yeah. it's called Ozark because it takes place at Lake of the Ozarks out in yeah, Missouri right Missouri on. and Arkansas yeah. you know yeah. alright I've heard of those places Yeah, <laughs> I would watch it just for that alone those are states yeah <laughs> Near Tennessee. I know I've states. Heard, in the middle, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's flyover states. No one cares. So you guys country music guys at all or not? Oh, real country. I'm real country music fan. So like, what's real country music? Oh, uh, country it's Merle Haggard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Merle Haggard, Waylon right. Jennings, um, like, what Sturgill would you Simpson. To, like in today's 
Is there oh, that? Sturgill Simpson Sturgill for Simpson. sure. Jason Isbell every day. I need to, uh, he's Jonathan he's, Singleton. Um, I'd say Jason Isbell's kind of he's on that cusp where he's not really country. Yeah. Like the Avery Brothers he was, too. He was in the drive by truckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, not really country, not really folk, not really indie like rock. Americana country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, that's good music, though. Yeah, I'm way into what's, that. What's, uh, that's my wheelhouse. What's his name again? Jason Isbell Jason. and Jonathan Singleton. Jonathan Singleton is uh, Singleton. he's a writer out of Nashville, but like we okay. grew up together. You you met him? Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Dude, he he wrote like, not watching, the guy you hit with a car. <clears throat> no, he wrote Watching Airplanes. <laughs> Yeah. He wrote "Don't" by Billy Curry. Watching airplanes. Gary Allen sings Gary it. Gary Allen yeah. sings yeah. it. Well, find his, like, find Jonathan's version. Yeah. Gary Allen sucks. Really? <laughs> it's so much better. <laughs> well, he writes with like a country sound and everything, yeah. but he has like this background in Motown and like Van oh, Morrison sweet. and everything, yeah. and it all comes out in the way that he sings it. And so like, there's so much different emotion when he sings the song versus Gary Allen. So I don't want to get off topic, but what do you guys play like when you're playing? A Gary Allen song. Gary oh, Allen it's all song. Gary Allen. We just yeah. analyzed. <laughs> just carried out. Just out all over. Yeah. <laughs> no, we do. We I just do. I uh, the overlook, and I'm like, whoop. I mean, I think I know what kind of. <laughs> we play yeah. in the tightest. Like, we yeah, I don't even actually. Yeah. I couldn't picture you there first. And you yeah. Told me, I'm like, yeah, oh. we do. We do some polka. I have a. He's the polka king. I am polka king. <laughs> no, we play. We we do a lot of a lot of songs that Tim wrote because they're good. Uh, then we'll do stuff like. Ryan Adams or Pete Yorn, some Avid Brothers, Jason Isbell, Jason Isbell, yeah. Train. We have a Train song, uh-huh. and then we do kind of like like uh, Gnarls Barkley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of the kind of like more a little more modern, the almost. fun dancey stuff for yeah. people who won't dance in the Overlook Lodge. Yeah. Well, because there's absolutely no. Reason. I was going to yeah. say yeah. um, Riptide. Those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we do have. I like a lot of indie rock. You definitely like a lot of country based songs yeah and even some of our writing once we started writing together has kind of morphed into that like there's a song that I wrote that is totally indie rock um, I think I was thinking of Lumineers when I wrote it mm-hmm. and now it's kind of got like this country feel to it. to it oh it's so much better yeah um, but it's not what I did originally it's the so. harmonica <laughs> there is a harmonica it's got How many changed in so much more just stuff. three of us three. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Hannah, who plays drums like a champion, doesn't lend anything to the songwriting, and I'm upset about it. God, that doesn't seem well, except for just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> that was, that was, except for all uh, of uh, I could feel that. lightly. Yeah, that yeah, song yeah. sucked before she started playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's she's great. She just got married, and that's not changed her. Actually, I think she's a little that's bit lighter. She's a lighter person now. Like she seems freer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ball and chain lifted her up. Yeah, it's <laughs> said lighter. Yeah, yeah. Before but freer. But well, like, she's you know, more open. Spirit. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. You know. more <laughs> open. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she like, lost twenty pounds. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. Of <laughs> she stopped eating. She she's not doing well. Of financial planning. You know? She's yeah, she's yeah. like six foot six one something like that. If she lost oh. twenty pounds, she would Dang. disappear. Yeah, yeah, she would. So. She would have a real olive oil situation going <laughs> yes. on. And it, we would be concerned, uh-huh. like your family was. Yeah. When yeah. Like, 20 oh months. no! Yeah. What's wrong with you? You look good, finally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can walk. Are you okay? Look at this. Yeah. Yeah. In cars and elevators. Yeah. I can yeah. move. <laughs> you go downstairs sideways. So you guys, um, you and Lindsay live in Oakley now, mm-hmm. um, and you've been there for a while. Seven years. Right on. How do you like mm-hmm. Oakley? Love it. Did you buy a house there? I did. Okay. A very good time. Okay. And what's the address? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because because we're we, like right behind. We've looked. It's not a good time. 
Yeah, nothing is a good <laughs> it time. It is not right a good now. time now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's why we're a little bit biased, but Matry is probably our favorite. Yeah, because you can walk. I'll say whenever you can walk to yeah. a brewery, that's yeah, a great if brewery. Shit hole, I'd be like, this is the best. Brewery. Right. Yeah. I yeah, love yeah. Braxton. Yeah. Because <laughs> of my location. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Braxton's like, they're yeah. good though. They yeah, are it good. Is good. Yeah, but it's also a, right, good right there. Yeah. That's not bad at all. No. So you live in a good neighborhood. Yeah, we live in a good neighborhood, walkable. My office used to be in Rookwood. Now we're up in Kenwood. So now I gotta drive like five miles. Covering all the woods. Five yeah, miles. Yeah, yeah, covering all the woods. And then Lindsay's downtown with the chamber. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's with the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. So we always know what's going on downtown. Yeah, that's good. Cincinnati next week. That's so, true. You guys yeah. are a resource. Oh, is that next yeah. week? We'll be volunteering next week. Oh, yeah. I gotta. This is coming weekend. Yeah. Hmm. We'll be playing music, so no one's going to be at our show. That's true. What are you guys playing? It doesn't matter. (laughs) No one's going to be there. I know we just bought a bunch of food, but (laughs) typically for that weekend, we don't cook anything. We literally just cross the river, eat, come back home. Yeah. We're not playing until until eight, so you have time. Oh, we're still and we're probably going to get rained out. That's the other thing, because I think it's supposed to rain on Saturday. Oh, let's pray for rain. So, wait, where are you guys playing at? Pop bar. Uh, pop bar. The what? Pop bar in Columbia, Tuscan. Right next door to Streetside Brewery. Oh. What do they call it? It's that? like an old post office. Post yeah, office place. Yeah. Post yeah. Office place. Pop bar? Pop, pop bar. I thought it was called Postmark or something. Yeah. Well, that'd be better. Highmark is near oh, Highmark's cool. I like Highmark. Haven't been there yet. Uh, One of these days I'm going to get to. Bar. Uh, I think the 4EG guys. Yeah. Like manage that or something. Yep. Yeah. They work in conjunction with Tusculum Grill, I yeah. believe. Yeah. They partnered up. I like that yeah. area of. Uh, is that Columbia Tusculum? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Columbia Tusculum in general. I think that where um, that is though is gonna hopefully start blowing up. Yeah, it's already blowing up. Yeah. Like it's I mean, yeah, everything's getting super expensive. There. Is that gonna be an apartment houses? building? Okay, apartment. Yeah. yeah, you'll appreciate that. You have your foot in the real estate world. Yeah. yeah so no, that's I, that's coming in over because you bought it the good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> bought <laughs> a house. In the middle. <laughs> we we bought our house. In well, the, your family. I know a little bit of things. They gave away secrets, digger. Yeah, yeah. We bought our house in 2003 at the height of the market. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, yeah. My wife and I. We're rent now. Well, my my thing's <laughs> always been like, because people are like, "Well, prices are sky high," and I'm like, "Really? They're either they they could either be inflated or they're back to normal." Because that was ten right. years ago. Yeah, you know? and again, our age people think of 2008 2009 it's like still like right here thank mind. you for putting us in your group yeah we I like did, that i did you're still 30 something <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so yeah Barely. you're good you're good yeah uh but <laughs> i think for us it's like oh that's gonna happen again tomorrow and really right 2008 2009 historically speaking is a once in a lifetime thing it happened in 08 no i in it, 08, no, 08, no, 09, well, excuse me. And then, uh, and then the Great Depression. So it's like, yeah. you know, hopefully that was our so generation's like, turn. And I'm pretty yeah. sure it's 2020. 2020. Yeah, that's when it's going to happen again. That's no, what no, no. Saying. That's, <laughs> that's when they're saying the next recession is going to come. But yeah. something as, as violent as that was, uh, was quite scary. Oh, yeah. We got, we got a good 80, 80 years. Yeah, hopefully. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my, my wife and I are in a spot right now where, as I've said before, our, our daughter's graduating next weekend, and we're we're actually trying to gauge whether or not we want to stay in our neighborhood. Because even though you shouldn't trust Zillow with their Zestimates, I think they're pretty good. We still, still kind of look at it a little bit. They're pretty dang good. Yeah. Um, but according to them, we could potentially make $30,000, $35,000 off the mm-hmm. sale of our house. And that would leave us, I mean, that would give us about, in total, $50,000 from, you know, what we owe on it. Yeah. 
Um, so we could have a pretty decent chunk of money to either put a down payment on a new house or with some of our renovation skills and friends who can help do that stuff because they're I smarter. I do things. I can't yeah, Tim drywall. Is, Tim is way smart. I can do drywall, but I can't. I can do drywall, but I can't do electrical. I can't do this. Mudding, I don't understand yeah. that. No. I can oh, do that electrical garbage. makes that's the easiest thing in the world. No, plumbing? it's not. Do you want to do plumbing? Oh, yeah, really? yeah, yeah. This, yeah. this guy. I can't make if this it, smooth. If it flows water or has electric, I need to touch. Yeah, I installed <laughs> the a toilet. I, I installed a toilet once and a light bulb came on. <laughs> I say, call the guy. That's I totally believe you. Yeah, yeah. So we're at a spot now where it's like we could we could potentially buy a foreclosed house and have no mortgage. Yeah. And then just and you'll do spend what we so much money fixing it up. Though. Yeah, but that's a that's the other thing that that yeah, I look like at. There's always like, this weird balance. That's the other thing. Yeah, are you going to jump in like full go and right. get it done? Yeah, we can we can spend fifty thousand dollars and have no mortgage, but we might put another sixty thousand dollars into making it what and we want. And when you when you do it slowly, you end up spending a hundred and sixty thousand yeah. dollars, right? Re- just remembering the sixty that you think you put in. Right, but I also <laughs> I also don't want to miss that opportunity to to make a whole bunch of money and have it. That's the problem. Hanging out because we're in the same situation. We're trying to we're just in a two bed one bath and we're and we're talking about having and children and the problem is i mean we'd be fine if we had a baby right now but right the, that baby grows up yeah yeah the baby, and apparently that, that baby grows up right now is like my closet that, you know, oakley well, is not famous for large closets so and, and with your not, jeans not that, that baby. baby grows up fast right. and big <laughs> right, yeah so that's it's like a, a four foot baby a bougie baby bougie baby <laughs> so we're but we're like man we could do really well on our house now the problem is where we're looking is like Hyde Park, Oakley, Mount Lookout, mm-hmm. and uh, even like Fort Thomas, Kentucky. Yeah. We're just going to pay out the ass for something. Yeah, I mean, whatever you're selling right. for right yeah, now. So that's it's like a double-edged sword. You know, like, it's like I, I get to cash in, but then I'm also paying a premium. In Oakley, Hyde Park, you're also like, congratulations, you just paid out the ass for another 110-year-old house. Right. <laughs> okay. Cool. And then yeah, when they say character, I usually run now. Right. I'm like, no, that's not. That's character. called project. That's yeah. Character means... Uh, you know, fire in the wall. Right. It's, uh, yeah. it's all plaster. It's all yeah. it's cracked, and that is a hell of a mess when you need to fix uh-huh. something. Like we we renovated a bathroom, and it had it's called mud wall, and I'd never heard of what that was before. But it God, was it literally like plaster. What is that? Yeah, it was metal. Yeah, and then a plaster attached to that, and then more metal, and then mm-hmm. plaster, plaster attached to that, and then uh, like chicken wire, basically, but really heavy. Like and it was some kind of like rebar. <laughs> you renovated it, and that's we what you pulled found all this out. The yeah, wall? yeah. We we gained like four inches. Yeah. of wall like, of room <laughs> just pulling this out. Yeah. but pulling it out, I mean, it was tremendous work. I've never um, seen that. It was literally like that yeah. thick. That's Tennessee, brother. You build with what you got around yeah, the house, like, around the yard. Well, like, yeah, like in, in between, you could pull out like newspapers uh, and stuff. Like that was what was in between for all the you know installation. Stuff. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, we we pulled all that out, and I was like, "There's no way." Like this is this was the strongest house. I mean, this was the strongest room in this house. <laughs> we just like, removed it. We need to move. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. Right. the whole place is coming down that's now that we pulled yeah. down this. The room. Jodie Foster film. Uh, it was built for the panic room. Panic room was based on this house. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a bathtub. We didn't even try to move that. It was cast iron. Right. I was like, you know what? It looks kind of bad. Someone yeah. can do something to that at some point. Uh-huh. And then uh, we, if, you know, if they're an NFL lineman and yeah, pick it I, up, I've carried out one of those clawfoot tubs or whatever. Holy crap! Yeah, not by myself. No, no. okay. Well, I was yeah. like, no, that is mad. <laughs> are you just bragging? No, no, no. Yeah, just one armed. Well, that's my. Uh, your arms are the size of my legs, but I wasn't sure if that no, was still possible. No. The big part. The first <laughs> big part. The, the big part of your leg. 
Um, There's no big part of my life. I mean, he has strong knees. He has strong knees. It's quad. My family's not known for its strong knees, by the way. My my buddy, Tim, another friend named Tim, bought a house that my wife and I lived in when they first moved up here before we got married. Tim and myself and our other friend, Brian, had to move up a corner cast iron tub up to our apartment. And it was, it's one of those houses that's a two family, yeah. but it was built in the early 1900s. What's a corner? Yeah. It, well, it's, it's exactly it. I mean, it goes into your corner. So it's oh, like it a, triangle a triangle shape. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. Okay. And it was cast iron yeah. and it had to have been at least 400 pounds. Oh yeah, like easily. Oh yeah, and the three of us were getting and, it up the stairs. Grab it, it's just like a knife cutting in your hand. And there's no yeah, and the only place you can grab it is where it's a knife yeah. cutting through your hand because there's nowhere else because of the shape of this tub. Yeah, and the staircase is as wide as a standard IKEA table. Right. So there's three of us dudes trying to force this gigantic wedge. Yeah. Some point. It, at one point, because it was it did switch back. And it was a sharp corner. I mean, it was a sharp, oh like, 90-degree corner. At one point, you just want to go, can we get underneath it to go upstairs, or can yeah. we jump it? Do we need the, this? Can we corner, sledgehammer this? The corner was so sharp that I had to cut our box spring in half so that I could get it up. Oh, I had to cut it. There was no other way. And then when I put it together, like, there was a sag in the bed. Because I was like, I can't. Yeah, like, I tried to duct tape it and yeah. use all you the really, nails I had. Yeah. You really should have called somebody. It yeah. was terrible. Call the guy. That's yeah, and the windows, the, the windows up on the second floor were not big enough to accommodate that to go through either. So there was no way it was going to get up there unless... At that point, you don't have a box spring. Right. Exactly. You, have so, yeah. Yeah. you have a mattress on yeah. the ground. You have, you have that's fine. your sleeping bag and I have mine. <laughs> yeah. And that's where we should have ended it. Uh, but we worked really hard to get into that house. Yeah. Mostly because Tim only charged us $500 a month. And it was great. And we saved Not me. Oh, uh, <laughs> other friend too. Yeah, I'm, other I'm not yeah. charging him. He's the beer. smart. He's a smart guy, too. Yeah. Uh, I think we should probably maybe wrap it up now. Yeah, it's we're been, like almost an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. Ahead, so. Longest Gosh one it. so far. Gosh most it. fun. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Most excellent. <laughs> so... Which supposedly they're making a new one. Uh, Is that yeah, a I, don't, I, I don't know if that was a, that's just a, a April Fool's joke. Damn it! Yeah. Like, I'm You're not 100 right. sure because it, uh, yeah, it did come out at that point that's in time. Rude. Yeah, so I don't know, God. but it's Kiana. He's like the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. So he may why would he lie to us? Yeah. Unless he's John Wick. He's, I mean, he's the meanest guy yeah. in the world. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for tuning in. I kind of forgot what we were doing here yeah, no for a while. Over the last twenty minutes, I was like, "We're just hanging out, some dudes." Yeah, the weirdest thing to edit ever. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you want to get in touch with us, go to what's the email address again? You wouldn't want to go to that email address, but you can send us stuff at. <laughs> Let's meet podcast at gmail.com. That's fair. <laughs> or you can or you can go to, to the Facebook page. The Facebook page, which is Facebook.com. Slash <laughs> here are all your secrets. Yeah. Let, dot com. Yeah. Let's meet podcast on that as yeah. well. Yeah. So and find us. Let's meet podcast.com website. Mm-hmm. Um, which Tim has curated and done all of the work for. He does a great job. I use hashtags on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, which I don't know how to do. Honestly, right. I can't just, do Instagram. I you know what? I can it. type on an iPhone. I can program I something to do lots of things, but yeah. I can't hashtag on Instagram. You you do that part. I'll do this part. Okay. You do ninety percent of the heavy lifting. <laughs> 
I'll do the 10% of the watching and going, I, this is cutting my hand. You're this tub is heavy. The, cut the thing in half. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what you're going to do. That's what I'm going to do. And gonna it's going to be saggy. I'm going to make it terrible. <laughs> That's my lot in life. So if you want to get in touch with us on those avenues, please do. We'd love to hear your feedback. We'd love to have suggestions for upcoming guests. The more interesting, the better. But also, if you if you don't have anything interesting to say, great. We just want to meet. We want to meet <laughs> That's people. That's the whole thing. Yeah. So let's make our world a little bit smaller. Let's drink beer. Let's talk about football. Let's teach Tim about football, even though I know maybe 25% more than Tim does. Sports ball. Uh, Sports yeah, ball. yeah. That's right. For sure. Um, Digger, thank you for agreeing to be on. Yeah, we absolutely. really appreciate thank it. Thank you, guys. This is fun. Yeah. It was good time. Actually, we haven't talked about this, but I thought about this today that maybe we could do some mini episodes where we eventually catch back up with our previous guests and talk to them about what's going on. Maybe it'll be a third of the time or maybe one episode's length, 20 minutes or so. You'll be hearing from us again. Absolutely. I think because we'd love to give updates. Yeah, yeah. Like like any true crime show, we want to give an update about who went to jail, Brendan Bass. If you ever get caught, Digger. As soon as they find out about your puns. Yeah, right. I said Duggar. Duggar. Oh, I've been called that before. But that's like a game. From the 80s, right? Last video game. been murdered. Times. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even attempt that. It's like, holy crap. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I either get that's the coolest name ever or they just like don't even say it. No, Digger's yeah. pretty sweet. By the way, is Digger a nickname or is this? Digger's a nickname. Okay. Got it at birth. I, I, that's I, not a nickname. I was, that's I was, your I was, birth you name. You got it at birth. Well, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's yeah, who you are. It's not my legal name, I should say. I did get it at birth. Uh, yeah, I was, I was born. I had. Uh, I had big feet when I was a little baby. That's and my, surprising. And my grandpa had a, <laughs> a, a construction, had a construction company. Well, now we're 17. So yeah, that's, that's legit. Yeah. It stuck with me. But uh, grandpa had a construction business and made a joke about not needing a shovel to dig and that stuck. My real name's Glenn. And if I was walking the other way right now, you say, "Hey, Glenn," I would. Just you keep never. You would not. Never. <laughs> yeah. So I'm naming my dad, up, but that, I mean, they never called me Glenn. Because you gave up that lifestyle and that life. A lot of people don't know this, and the truth has come out now that you are on the run, so you're not allowed my, to use your. Former it is my name. alias. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> this is a whole new <laughs> life for you. Right. You left a wife and children that's in Costa right. Rica. That's right. You started a brand new life. She's great. I still write to her. She's great. You still say, "I'm sorry." Yeah, you send your kids thirty cents a day. Yeah, that's out. part of your philanthropy. That, that's all you need. Uh, all, according to Sarah yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was making a bet with my wife that your real name was William. I was like, I feel like Digger is a derivative of William somehow. <laughs> I really felt like it. I know. That's why it made sense to me. Because I was like, everything comes yeah. from William. It's got to be it's somehow. Be I don't know how. Not nah, short for Glenn. <laughs> it's short for Glenn. Yeah. Like, it's perfect. Well, most of the time, I mean, people are like, Digger, is that your real name? And if like I'm really lazy at the time, I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's my real name. Yeah. Well, and I mean, some assholes will be like, let me see your ID. I'm like, that's weird. Just no, that's creepy. <laughs> I don't want to show you my ID. I don't yeah. have to. Yeah. I'm not Glenn. Yeah, yeah I'm not Glenn. <laughs> well, my middle initial is D, and then I'll just be like, it's Digger. Glenn it's Digger. Digger. It's not. <laughs> Which, by the way, Glenn Digger. Glenn Digger. That's a great Netflix TV I got a show. I from high school called me Glenn <laughs> Digger. Glenn Digger. <laughs> I think I would watch Glenn Digger. Because he's. Glenn Digger. Glenn Digger. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, so thank you guys again. Be sure to follow us, like we said. Keep up with us. Let us know what you think about the show. We love to hear your feedback. We have gotten very minimal feedback, so we assume everything is great. That's our assumption, that you love it. Our listenership is going up, which is fun. That is good. We dig that. We appreciate it. So if you're telling your friends, keep doing it. 
Keep telling all your friends. And if you're not telling your friends... Why? Yeah. What did we why? do to you? What did we ever do to you? You can always give us feedback. And yeah. we'll change. We... Or not. Or not. Most likely... We are, we are pretty set in our ways. We're never change. Guys. We're 38. Stay sweet. Don't ever change. <laughs> Class of 98 rules. So, yeah. Until then... Let's meet. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Let's Meet podcast. On the next episode of Let's Meet, we'll meet one of the best graffiti artists in Cincinnati. You've seen his work. You've liked his style. You'll love his personality. For more information, please visit our website at letsmeetpodcast.com and please subscribe. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Hello. Let's meet. Hey, what you doing? Hey, hello. <laughs>